0: Good morning, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. I am Anthony Moore. I serve as the senior pastor of Carolina Missionary Baptist Church located in Fort Washington, Maryland. Grateful to have you be a part of this prayer call. No matter where you're calling from, it is our desire and our goal to develop a prayer chain that extends um, throughout the United States, and so I want you all to continue to help me to do that by inviting individuals to be a part of this prayer call that we might be able to bombard heaven on behalf of advancing God's kingdom here on earth. I've been um, wrestling with this whole concept about prayer, and I want to continue today. In our last sessions, we kind of dealt with this whole fact about Um, how can I have prayers answered by God? And we dismantled that thinking by giving correct truth. And that is that all prayers are answered by God. God answers every prayer. We believe that answered prayer is God granting a prayer request. Um, However, if a prayer request is not granted, then we believe it's an unanswered prayer. And that is um, a lie from the pit of hell. God answers all prayers. Now, He answers the prayers with a no or wait or yes for those things that are according to His will. But the truth of the matter is, God answers every prayer. We may not see what we are praying for manifested but he answers every prayer and so we corrected our thinking about that on last week today I want to talk about then how should we respond to prayers that appear to be unanswered that's what I want to wrestle with on today and I'll do that for the next two or three weeks if the Lord delays his coming I want to wrestle with this idea and this concept. How should we respond to prayers that appear to be unanswered from our perspective? Now, we've already established the fact that he answers all prayers, but I want to wrestle with how should we respond to prayers that appear to be unanswered? How can we do a check and balance on this process? Now, Um, Let me start this lesson today with an interrogatory by asking how many of you have prayed for someone or for something only to see that your prayers have not necessarily uh, manifested what you've been praying for. It hasn't come to pass. How, How many have prayed and perhaps have given up? because either you have become discouraged through a weakness of faith or have come to the conclusion that whatever you have been praying for isn't God's will. Those are two pertinent questions that I pose to you on today as we as we begin to probe this particular subject matter. Um, how do we deal with Prayers that um, appear to be unanswered. How do we deal with it? How do we deal? Well, when we pray, uh, I I think it's important for us to know that how we deal with prayers that appear to be unanswered is not just for our own benefit, but for the benefit of others as well. So, when we pray, we are engaging. When we pray, we are engaging in the most precious and God-given act of communication with the one to whom we are accountable in all of our affairs. When we pray, we are engaging in the most precious and God-given act of communication with the one to whom we are accountable in all of our affairs we we've we've been truly bought at a steep price we've been bought with a steep price the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and therefore we belong to God and we are accountable to God I, I know we don't like that word accountable, but it's it's so true. We are accountable to God because of the steep price we were bought by, which was the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. So our privilege of prayer is from God. Let's go ahead and log that in, y'all. Our privilege of prayer is from God, and it is as much ours now as when it was given to Israel In Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 7. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 7 tells us, you all, For what great nation is there that has a God so near to it as the Lord our God is to us? Whenever we call upon him, whenever we call upon him, For what great nation is there that has a God so near to it that as the Lord our God is to us whenever we call upon him? Yet when we pray or speak to the one in heaven, there are times when he seems not to answer. See, in one sense, you all, I need you to know that God answers every prayer with a yes with a no or a wait. He answers every prayer. If he answers the prayer, yes, it's because you are praying according to his will. If he answers no, it's not time or wait. In every case, Scripture suggests to us that our prayers are being dealt with regardless. Scripture lets us know that Our prayers are being dealt with. And the Lord Jesus is tender and loving. He loves our communing with with God the Father. For He Himself is our representative. If I could get you to look for a moment at um, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. In Hebrews 4, verse number 15, if you will, Hebrews 4 verse 15 says for we do not have a high for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are yet without sin so we have a representative a high priest one who's making intercession on our behalf now the primary reason Why prayer is unconfessed, or rather, the primary reason why prayer is unanswered is unconfessed sin. Let's go ahead and just log that in, if you will. The primary reason why prayer go unanswered is unconfessed sin. Um, God cannot be mocked or deceived. And he who sits enthroned above knows us intimately down to our every thought. So if there is a prayer that we get a no to, that we um, uh, do not see the manifestation of our prayer materializing, it, is beca- it could be because the, 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 that our um, prayer has received a no or no response from our manifestation, it could be because of unconfessed sin. Let me show you all Psalms 139. Psalm 139, verses 1 through 4. And here's what it says in Psalms 139, verses 1 through 4. It says, O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all of my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O oh Lord, you know it altogether. You know it altogether. Wow. So when we look at this, you all, um, he knows intimately every thought of ours. Intimately, he knows every thought. If we are not walking in the way, or if we are harboring uh, enmity in our hearts towards our brother and sister, or we ask for things with the wrong motives, such as from selfish desires, then we can ex. Expect God not to give us an affirmative as it relates to our prayers. He does not hear us. Now, let me kind of give you all this, and I'll I'll end here. I want to share with you uh, three additional scriptures and uh, and I'll, and we'll pick up here next uh, next week if the Lord delays His coming. Let me show you Second Corinthians or Second Second Chronicles seven fourteen. Very familiar passage. It says, "If my people, who are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven." And will forgive their sin and heal the land. Um, Psalm 66, verse 18. This is what it says in Psalm 66, verse 18. If I had cherished iniquity in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. Psalm 66, 18. Look at James 4, verse 3. Here's what it says You ask. And do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. Y'all, all I'm trying to get you all to really see is that sin is the stopper to all the potential blessings that we would receive from the infinite bottle of God's mercy. Indeed, you all, there are times when, when our prayers are, are, are hideous in, in the Lord's sight. And most notably when we clearly do not belong to the Lord either because of unbelief or because we are practicing hypocrisy or because we have sinned let let me show you all this I want to before I close Proverbs 15 verse 8 Proverbs 15 verse 8 this is what it says to us the sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord but the prayer of the unright of the upright, the prayer of the upright is acceptable to him. And that's Proverbs 15, verse verse 8. In Mark 12, verse 40, it says this who devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers, they will receive the greater condemnation. So my brothers and sisters, as I close today, Um, I I just want to challenge us that in the event that what we are praying for has not been manifested, we might need to check our unconfessed sin. We might need to do that. We also need to check our motives or even how we are harboring things against our brothers and sisters. Sin, you all, is a stopper to us receiving the blessings that we would naturally receive as believers of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so I want to challenge you on today to, in fact, um, do everything you can to make sure that we are not the reason why We've not had our prayers manifested in a way um, that it demonstrates that God is moving on our behalf. I want to ask you today to pray um, for um, Harold Brinkley and his family and his transitioning of his brother. Um, I want to ask you all to pray for Pastor Lincoln Burroughs of Central Baptist Church who's wrestling with pancreatic cancer. Um, Pastor Stephen Tucker of the New Commandment Baptist Church, if you will, lift him in prayer. Christy and Garen Thielen um, and their company, and we're praying for UBS Group in Georgia. I want to ask you all to pray for Kenny Ray, if you will. And for the people in Florida who've been impacted by the hurricane. Praying today for Sister Mary Davis and Doretha Williams. Um, Praying today for Deacon Evelyn Mack and Martina Baxter and Associate Pastor Talia White. We uh, are lifting Sister Mary Little Irvin. We're lifting Sister Angela Jones. Last week, I asked you all to pray for Deacon Elsie Walston, who is the uncle to Deacon Vivian Walston. He transitioned on this past week. Um, That homegoing service is um, underway um, this coming week, so we lift them in prayer. I'm going to ask you all um, to pray today for homeowners and praying for persons traveling, for persons who are today for people who need clarity and vision um, from the Lord. I'm praying for you today, Father in Jesus name. We thank you for your word that it keeps guiding us and instructing us so that we might be able to do God what you in fact have called us to do. We thank you for helping us to see God how much of a privilege it is. To have an infinite God who, in fact, is listening to our prayers. We thank you for equipping us with your word that helps us to unstop those things that are preventing our prayers from getting to you and receiving the evidence that we are praying for. Thank you for helping us to see through your word. And now, God, that we know better. We are promising to do better so Lord we confess that we have done wrong we confess God our sins before you Father we refuse to pray with the wrong motives we refuse us to be the real deal and father we want to be and so now we pull on your Holy Spirit to not only convict us but to comfort us and to walk alongside of us as a companion that we might have the God, to in fact, God, handle the situation. We know that you can, because God, you are a doctor who's never lost Can't do it without you. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, listen, everyone. Thank you for your time today. I look forward to seeing you back here next Wednesday. Invite someone to come along with us. I've given you some principles today. On your mark, get set, let's grow in his word and in God. I want y'all to have a great day on purpose. God bless you all.